What's up, guys, people? Welcome to the underground, a place to hear the word of God before you go six feet underground. A place when you hear this word, you about to tackle the unseen things. You about to lay the foundation down. And hopefully you about to start repenting. And who am I? I'm just a voice calling out saying repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Matthew chapter four and verse 17. From that time, Jesus began to preach saying repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. I'm just following his footsteps. I ain't doing nothing new. You know, he been doing this. This is what he wanted us to do. So I'm just following his lead. The general, you know, the king of all kings. See what I'm saying? Just following his lead. Man, I hope y'all had a, uh, a good day. You know, it's late where I'm at, you feel me? And I just wanted to come in here and just chop it up with y'all about some heavenly vibes. We got to be having heavenly vibes down here while we living down here on this in this earth, in this perverse, crooked generation. We still got to have a mindset. We still got to have a character. We got we got to have a certain aura, a certain swag that manifests a heavenly vibe. You know what I mean? Just when we come to work, that's just something different about you. When you go to class, that's just something different about you. You got a certain vibe. Why are you always so peaceful? Huh? Why are you always so joyful? What you always smiling for? You broke just like me, but what you so happy for? Why you always talking about God is good and you you too you so blessed? What why why are you talking like that? What what what's the, what that is you got going on? It's just man, you know, it's just a heavenly vibe. You feel me? It ain't too much, you know what I'm saying? Just a little heavenly vibe I got. Yeah, just trying to be like my dad. <laughs> but yeah, we go. Um, let's go to Philippians. If you got your your Bible, let's go to Philippians. Or if you got your phone, go to Google, type in Philippians chapter one, and we're gonna start at verse 27. And it's just gonna give us a little couple instructions. You know, the word of the guy got so much instructions, just lessons, game on how we can just, you know, live our life while we down here, while we out here in these streets. Why we out here moving and grooving through these streets, wherever you are in the world? It's, it's passages like this. It's paragraphs like this, sentences like this, words like this that can, you know, instruct you on how to live your life right now, today. You know what I mean? But yeah, and I hope you guys uh, gave God some praise today. Did you Did you tell God thank you? Have you said thank you to God today? If you haven't, go ahead and take some time out and say thank you to God. You know, thank you, God, for waking my uh, ashy butt up this morning. Thank you, God, for waking my ashy, stanky, gruff, crusty feet up this morning. Thank you, God. Uh-huh. Thank you for waking up my beady bead <laughs> head up this morning. Yes. Shout out to Martin. But yo, you know what I'm saying? Thank you for waking me up. Thank you. I'm kind of broke, God, but thank you for still waking me up. Still waiting on my paycheck, but thank you. Still waiting on my FAFSA, but thank you. 
<laughs> still waiting on my financial aid, but still, thank you. Okay. Yeah, come on now. Still got to be thankful, man. You alive. You breathing. You got health. You know? You smiling. You still got all your teeth. You know? They stink sometimes, but you still got them. You know? Your face looking good. Your, your face clearing up. Proactive been helping. Huh? Has the proactive been helping? Okay. That's good. That's good. I'm happy to hear that. Okay? You know what I'm saying? Getting delivered. Haven't been fornicating like that lately. That's, you know, you kind of, you, you, it's a month. You still, you been, haven't been watching porn. I'm, we do not despise the day of small beginnings. I'm happy for you. You know, you haven't been answering that text. I know, I know they've been texting you, talking about you up. What's good? But you just, let me not answer. I'm trying, you know, you trying to wait. You you've been you've been telling God, God, I'm gonna wait for you. I'm gonna wait for you, God. Whoever it is, God, just send them my way. <laughs> hey, keep on, hey, keep the faith. You know, keep the faith. I know, I know, I know that feeling. You feel what I'm saying? And I know that God is giving a lot of y'all grace. Uh let me talk to the single people right quick, because, you know, I know there's a lot of people out there and we're going to get into Philippians real quick. But let me just chop it up with the single people. I know God is. Uh, he's asking, you know, uh, a lot from the single people and uh, he's asking you guys to, you know, use your body and separate yourself from certain things. And he wants you to uh, remind you that your body is a holy temple. And it can get hard though, right? Straight up, especially when you, you sometimes you just be wanting to touch, you know, you don't be wanting to do too much, but you know, just can I lay with somebody, right? I just want to hug, you know, I just want to feel a woman's touch. I just want to feel a man's touch. But you got to understand sometimes that touch can lead to a heartbreak, you know? That touch sometimes can lead to a psychopath. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that touch. Shout out to Snap. Mm-hmm. Shout out to our uh first 48. Them touches can 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 lead to some to death. So you gotta be, you gotta have wisdom how you moving out here, man. You gotta be real careful who you meeting out here in these streets. You know, like I said, I know the single life is very hard. And I think as as believers and as family, we got to keep our brothers and sisters in prayers and for the married folks, too. Let's just let's not act like just the married folks. They they just they out the blue. You know, some of them, you know, we some of them still be freaky, too. So, look, we all need help. You feel me? But just just want to encourage the single people, you know, just. Keep the faith. Keep waiting on God, you know. Uh, try not to be too picky. <laughs> you know, because some of us, we we be saying we want somebody who love God, but at the end of the day, we be want somebody who that we attracted to. You feel me? Okay. Okay, you know the scriptures, but you ain't all that cute to me, so. Uh-uh. You know, we be want somebody. Uh, God, can you send somebody that I can, you know, get it on with? I mean... 
That was nice. He's he's nice, but I can't fornicate with that. She's nice, God, but she kind of lame. I can't do nothing with that, God. You got to talk to God about some things when you're single. You feel, you feel me? Because we are living in single. Oh, man, shout out to the 90s. But anyways, let's go to Philippians chapter 1, verse 27. It says, above all, above all. You must live as citizens of heaven, conducting yourself in a manner worthy of the good news about Christ. We should be conducting ourselves worthy of the gospel. Our lifestyle should show that we believe in the gospel. The way we talk should show that we believe in the gospel. Our life should show that we are citizens of heaven. You see what I'm saying? The way we think about things should show we are citizens of heaven. The way we show love to people should show that we are citizens of heaven. The way we forgive people should show we are citizens of heaven. Just your whole aura about you you should be so peculiar. You should be so set apart from the world that they wonder where you come from. You know, have you ever had somebody say that to you? That if somebody says that to you, that shows, okay, yeah, you, 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 you manifest in that kingdom. Where, where, where have you come from? Oh my God, where you, you get what I'm saying? That means you are manifesting the kingdom when you're at your job and they so blessed to have you. When you're around your family members and they just smile, they just brighten up their day when you come around. When you're around your friends, when you're talking to your friends, they just so happy that you called them. They be so excited when you come out. They just be, oh, that's so they just happy to be around you because you are conducting yourself in such a manner that shows, man, you like a citizen from heaven. You just down here rolling through, through life. Yeah, you just visiting. You just down here vacationing, basically, trying to get some people to come back with you. Yeah, that's all you're doing, trying to get some people in the kingdom. But no, nah, I'm not staying here too long. Huh? What you say? No, 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 no. I'm just, I'm just down here just for a little bit. I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna be here too long. Yeah, 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 yeah. But what's good though? While I'm down here, you know what I'm saying? Let's kick it. <laughs> Let's kick it. You feel me? But that's what you're down here doing, conducting yourself in a manner, the good news of the good news about Christ. Then whether I come and see you again or only hear about you, I will know that you are standing together with one spirit, one purpose, fighting together for the faith. Do you think the church is doing that right now? Are we standing together with one spirit? One goal, you know, one message, which should be, hey, repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Let's start living holy lives. We should have this one message. I mean, it shouldn't be too hard 
what the what the church needs to be doing, what the people of God needs to be doing. Why are we making it complicated? Repent of your sins and start living a life worthy of the kingdom of God. Let's clean up our lives. Let's clean up our conversation. Let's clean up our body. You know, let's clean up our finances. Let's clean up our debt. Let's clean up our house. Why your house looking like that? What? Matter of fact, let's clean up our room. Let's clean up our bathroom. I let hair in the sink. What's going on? Huh? Why you got pee stains behind the toilet? That ain't worthy of the gospel. Oh, that's nasty. Better get some Clorox or some Jacks. Shout out to the old school. Better get something to clean that up. That ain't worthy of the gospel. You got brown stains all in your toilet. Wait a minute. What if somebody come over? That ain't, uh-uh. Somebody come over and visit you. You, you manifesting the uh, kingdom looking uh, like that. Toilet all brown. That ain't presenting the gospel. That ain't showing you a heavenly citizen. That's showing you you a nasty citizen. That's you see what I'm saying? That's we gotta focus on the little things. We be trying to focus on these big things. Let's just get things around us. You know, things around us. Let's start making it look heavenly. You know, uh, light a candle. Get all that cigarillo smell out your house. Get all that Hennessy smell out your house. Okay? Light a candle. Spray some Febreze. Lysol some things. And let's get things going. Let's get things looking good. Because, you know, what, what if God wanted to stay there? Think about that. You know what I'm saying? What, what, if, what if Jesus just rolled through? You know how he was rolling through back in the day. He was just rolling up, preaching, and he'll just be like, let me go stay at Peter's uh, mother-in-law house. And let me go. What if he tried? You know, what if the man of God want to stay at your house? Is it worthy? Is it is it heavenly up in there? Huh? Is it heavenly up in there? Does it have a certain peace to it? Or will he come and say, let me dust my feet? Because I'm not welcome here. I can tell the spirit is off. Let's start cleaning up our lives y'all you see what i'm saying and in the, in the word says it says know that you are standing together with one spirit one purpose we got to have one purpose as a church let's be on one accord and we're fighting together for the faith we're not fighting each other we're fighting together for the faith we on one accord but we're not fighting each other. We're not talking about each other because you playing drums or you uh go to church on Saturday and I go on Sunday or, you know, you speak in tongues and I don't speak in tongues. You like uh this co contemporary music. I don't like contemporary. I sing in hymns. You, wear, uh, you say they can wear pants. I say they can't wear pants. We fighting over all that type of stuff. What, what's going on? Come on now. Hey, let's go ahead and push that to the side and let's just put, let's get this purpose going. Hey, we need to tell people they need to repent. That should be the purpose right now. You know what I'm saying? We need to be on one spirit about that, telling people to repent and fighting for the kingdom. You know what I'm saying? Because the world and the devil, they trying to come and take over the kingdom. 
they trying to get out. They trying to get. They trying to bring their philosophy in the church. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. We we ain't having all that. What you what? We ain't having all all these motivational speakers and you know people coming doing business plan all in the church. What is all this? Uh-uh. Uh-uh. We not. Uh-uh. We gotta fight together for our faith. We are fighting for our faith. Do you understand? We're fighting for the faith. Same things our ancestors did, which is, what is our faith? The good news, the gospel. The gospel, Jesus came, died for us, saved us from our filthy sins. And now, now if we accept him, we can be uh, saved from our sins, have a right relationship with God. And when we die, we don't face the wrath and judgment of God. That's the good news. Mm-hmm. We, we don't have to spend eternity in hell. Well, I don't believe in hell. Well, it don't matter if you don't believe in hell. <laughs> it don't God said it is. So I don't care what you believe in. I don't even have to believe in it. But if God said it is it's true, it's true. I'm not trying to spend eternity in hell. Whatever that look like, whatever that feels like, whatever that is, whatever it is, I'm not just trying to go there. I'm gonna be real with you. I'm not trying to go there. You know what I'm saying? I get hot at nighttime. You know, I need a fan on. So I I I know I can't make it down there. You know what I mean? Shout out to the box fans. Old school. Come on. Verse 28. Then it says, he talking to us, y'all, how, how we can keep this heavenly vibe. You see what I'm saying? He said, don't be intimidated in any way by your enemies. You feel, hey, we ain't back, we ain't scared. What's good? We not intimidated. We not scared of what y'all talking about on the news and all the stories y'all saying and y'all trying to persecute us. What's up? We not scared of that. You got to do something new. Nuck if you buck. You see what I'm saying? If you scared, uh, go to church. <laughs> but we ain't scared of none of that. We don't need to be intimidated by our enemies. I'm talking to you, believer. I need you to get bold. Why you shying away? Why you shying away from your faith? Why you tucking your tail? Why you not speaking up for God? Because you you afraid that they go, they go make fun of you. Or they not going to be cool with you. And I told you, we not trying to be cool. We not trying to bond with y'all like that. We not trying to bond like that. No, nah, we don't got to be friends. But you will understand what I stand for. Period. You see what I'm saying? We're not finna be scared of nothing. Hey, God is raising up a people. Listen to me. God is raising up a people. I feel it all in my spirit. Shut up in my bones. Hey, he raising up a people. We not backing down. So whoever our enemies is, I'm telling you, get ready. This army God raising up, we not backing down. We not intimidated. We not scared. And we riding and dying for hours. Hello, cutthroat. That's how we coming with it. Come on. That's how we coming with it. Cutthroat. Yeah. We not backing down. We got the spirit of God in us, man. He didn't give us a spirit of fear to be timid. Nah, he gave us a spirit of power and have a sound mind, a disciplined mind. So what's up? We not intimidated. And to the man of God, I, I'm going to need you not to be intimidated. To the woman of God, I'm going to need you to not to be intimidated. To that person at them college campuses, 
I'm gonna need you not to be intimidated to speak that gospel to that young kid at the uh in high school, in middle school, in elementary. Yeah, because he got soldiers there too. Shout out to God. Hey, stop being intimidated. Speak up for the gospel. Speak up for the good news. You feel me? That's what you're there for. Let's keep going. This will be a sign to them. Who's them? Your enemies. That they are going to be destroyed. Uh-oh. I told you, cutthroat. <laughs> They're going to be destroyed. Well, see, when they know. Okay. Oh, they serious. Oh, they. Yeah, they know. Yeah, they're going to be destroyed. Our enemies are going to be destroyed. But they, but that you are going to be saved even by God himself. Even if they do come against us, yo, God got our back. If God be for us, yo, who can be against us? Huh? I say if God be for us, who can be against us? That's what I'm talking about, man. With the real people of God, please stand up. Please stand up. I say with the real people of God, please stand up. Please stand up. Come on, man. Verse 29. For you have been given not only the privilege of trusting in Christ. Man, it is a privilege. See, that's what I think we missing. I think we think like God kind of like is, is crying for us and just need us. And he's so like, he like, I need a friend, please be. Me. I think we we got it backwards. You know what I mean? It's an honor that we have been saved by God. It's an honor that God allows us to come in his presence and talk to us with our filthy, sinful, selfish, nasty, freaky bodies and minds. You know what I'm saying? It's just an honor. It's a privilege. It's a privilege to be in the kingdom of God. It is a privilege. And I'm not here to be trying to beg uh, the world and bow down to the world and plead to them and be, uh, no, no, no. Trying to get them to accept us. No, y'all need to change to accept God. We don't, uh, we're not watering down God so he can be uh, relatable. The word don't need to change. God don't need to change. The word of God don't need to change. You need to change your life to fit the word of God. It's backwards. It is a privilege that you can hear the gospel. Oh, thank you, Holy Spirit. Talk to us, God. It is a privilege that he's allowed me to speak his word. I'm honored that he took my crazy, angry, uh, low self-esteem, all these insecurities, just was a hothead. Always fornicating, just smoking, popping pills, just out there, just doing stupid stuff. Should have been in jail, should have been dead. He said, come here, boy. Let me go ahead and clean you up real quick. I'm honored. And then he put me in his kingdom. Got me out here living like I'm some type of king and, and I'm privileged. It's all because he got a crown on my head, a spiritual crown speaking. You know what I'm saying? My crown, it don't, it don't go out. It don't wear. It don't uh, get dull. 
You know what I'm saying? But it's a privilege. I'm honored. So I thank God. A privilege of trusting in Christ, but also the privilege of suffering for him. It is a privilege that we get persecuted. It is a privilege that you are going through some trials right now. That's going to perfect your faith. You understand? It is a privilege that some that sometimes you lose things on this. It is a privilege that that you have a narrow walk. It is a privilege that your friends left you because of this gospel. It is a privilege that your parents turned on you because of this gospel. It is a privilege that your husband left you because of this gospel. It is a privilege that your wife left you because of this gospel. You understand? It is a privilege. It's a privilege that people talk about you, make fun of you, say you're lame, say that you're born, say you don't, you're not living life. Oh, it's a privilege that you talk to me like that. You know why? Because it basically means I'm identifying with God. I identify with the Son of God, Christ. Thank you. Thank you for letting me know I am walking this walk. I appreciate that. I appreciate that compliment. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We got to start telling people, you know what? Appreciate that. Appreciate you calling me lame. I'm saying in the persecution with them. Mm-hmm. It is a privilege. See, some we, we, we love the privilege of reigning with them. But we also got to understand there's a privilege in suffering with them. You're able to relate with them. You're able to see and feel and experience. And when you're able to experience that, you're able to love him more, appreciate him more, honor him more, praise him more, worship him more, not just with your mouth, but with your life, with your heart and with your mind. Verse 30, we are in this struggle together. Say, brothers and sisters, I want you to know you're not alone in this walk. You have millions, billions of people all around the world in different countries, different states, different cities, different neighborhoods, different schools, homes, jobs, all around the world who is walking in this walk with you. You're not in this alone. You're not the only one going through insecure issues. You're not the only one who is scared sometimes. You're not the only one who's sinning a lot sometimes. You're not the only one who's dealing with condemnation here and there. You're not the only one. All right? And you got a gang of people around you. You got an army of people around you praying in the spirit for you. Praying to God on your behalf. You're not in this alone. You're not in this alone. And if you feel like that, hey, go to Google, look up a local church, look up a family. Stop, stop letting this world tell you that the church, all they do is judge people. No, we don't. No, we don't. That's the persecution. They lying on us. We don't do that. Real people of God, we don't have time to judge. We know we are not, we are not in the uh, seat to be judging people anyways because we crazy ourselves. The real people of God don't be judging. Trust me, we don't. We scared to judge. We, we trying to figure out is God going to expose us or something? We like, God, I don't, know. don't tell nobody I'm struggling with that, please. Okay, God, please, don't be, show me mercy. Don't be telling people how crazy I am. So we not judging. So I'm telling you, 
uh, if you're feeling alone, man, that there's people around you, but you got to take that first step. You got to sometimes take that first step of faith and show God, hey, I want to be a part of the family. A lot of y'all uh, out there, you know, uh, people of God, you want you trying to be isolated. Stop being isolated. You can't grow like that. You got this isolated mindset. This American gospel has fooled us in thinking we can do this by ourselves. That's a lie. That is a whole lot. You need people around you who can share in this struggle with you. All right. You have seen my struggle in the past and you know that I'm still in the midst of it. That was Paul talking to him. Let's go to the next chapter. Philippians chapter two. And uh, what we going to do, we're going to go to a couple of verses right here. And basically, we're still talking about that heavenly vibe. This is the heavenly vibe we need to have while we're down here on earth. Is there any encouragement from belonging to Christ? Any comfort from his love? Any fellowship together in the spirit? Are your hearts tender in compassion? He's asking you, a is your heart tender? Is your heart tender to the people of God? Or is it judgmental? Is it, is, it, is it messy? Is it gossip? Is it hate? Do you have a tender heart to the people, people of God? Do you have a tender heart to the people God has put in your life right now? Those people around you is not no mistake. I know you're tired. You probably be tired of seeing them, right? Those people at your job. Are you, do you have a tender heart towards them? Do you have a tender heart of what they're going through? Are you compassionate with their struggle? Do you show compassion? That's what we got to be doing. That's a heavenly vibe. You have a tender heart. You have a compassionate heart. With wisdom, by the way. With wisdom, by the way. But tender and compassion. Verse two, then make me truly happy by agreeing wholeheartedly with each other, loving one another. This is what makes God happy, y'all. When we agree wholeheartedly with, with, uh, with one another. Agree. And I'm talking about the main purpose of the gospel, the good news. The good news, man. Repent. Accept Christ. Live holy. Yeah. Repent. Accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. And let's start cleaning up our life. Let's start striving for holiness. We should agree on that. Okay? We should agree on that. We are agreeing over... Can't... can't I, I don't even want to go there. We just be arguing over stupid stuff, if you ask me. You know what I'm saying? It's it's It's, it's petty. It's so petty, the stuff that the church be arguing over. People are dying out here, man. People are hooked on drugs out here, man. People are addicted to porn out here. People are addicted to fornication out here. People are addicted to the drug life, the club life, the street life homosexuality people are addicted to these lifestyles that's that that god says would not inherit the kingdom and we arguing about pants we arguing about music we 
we arguing about clothes and concerts and just it's just foolish things it's come on man we need to be showing people the kingdom so their lives can get turned around so they can get free god wants to free people and when he free people he'll talk to them about what kind of clothes they need to wear and what kind of music they need to be listening to or what kind of church or what kind of uh we be arguing over what uh what was it what what is it i be hearing this stuff too what translation you read man boy what translation we arguing over that get the word in your heart who cares what translation it comes from as long as the word in your heart it says agreeing with one another loving one another y'all know we got to practice on that every day loving one another we know that's hard but we should be practicing every day trying to love one another i don't care what color your skin is i'm still gonna try to love you i don't care what community you come from i don't care what's your background i don't care i I'm, my commandment is to love you why am I worrying about what background you come from or what uh, denomination you from or what uh, culture you from or what's your religion? Or I I'm commanded to love you, period. I'm commanded to love you. So I'm going to strive to do that every day. Love you. I, yeah, I, yeah, some things happened in the past. I'm commanded to still love you, though. I'm commanded to do that. God has commanded. He, I, I got my orders from the CEO. I got my orders from the boss. You know, when you're at work and you get your commandment from your boss, do you argue with him? Do you talk about the past with him? Do you make excuses with him? No, you just get it done. Because you got your, your orders. You got your assignment. Well, we need to have that same mindset. We got to have that same focus when God gives us the orders. He's saying, I'm committing love one another and working together with one mind and purpose. That is our orders. So we need to get on one mind, one purpose, which should be telling people to repent. And manifesting the kingdom of God, uh, telling people to repent, accept Christ as your savior, and ex uh, explaining the kingdom of God to start manifesting the kingdom of God to people, showing in the kingdom of heaven. You know what I'm saying? Discipling people, preaching the word to people. We shouldn't be worried about who church is bigger. Coming up with all these different uh gadgets and schemes to get more people at your church. That ain't that's not the purpose. I'm sorry, but that's not the purpose. Repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. That was Jesus' purpose. John talked about it. All the prophets talked about it. The apostles was talking about it. That, that was it. That was the purpose. Why are we shifting away from that? 
because we want to be friends with the world. But James told you, if you're trying to be friends with the world, that makes you an enemy of God. Verse three, don't be selfish. Stop being selfish with the things God gave you. I'm just looking out for me and mine. That's selfish. That's selfish. That is, that's a selfish mindset, man. That's why, and that's why God can't trust you with more stuff, with more resources, with more money. Because you are just looking out for you and yours. We are a whole family out here. If a brother call you struggling, if a sister call you struggling, if you have it, you're supposed to share it. We can't be selfish with the resources God has given us. Some of us are very selfish with our, with our things. We selfish with our time. We selfish with our money. We selfish with our resources and we calling ourselves the chosen people of God. But we don't like to let nobody in. That's funny to me. That's backwards to me. We call ourselves the chosen people of God. A royal priesthood, a holy nation. But we selfish with our resources. We selfish with our wealth. We selfish with just everything that we've been blessed with. No, that's backwards. That is very hypocritical. Then it says, don't try to impress others. Amen. Amen. We need to stop trying to impress people. We need to stop trying to impress people. All right, y'all. Please stop trying to impress people. Who cares what people think? I know it's easier said than done in the culture that we live in, but hey, we cannot impress people. That is not our goal. That is not why we was created, okay? That is not why. Be humble. Thinking of others as better than yourselves. Be humble. Think of others as better than yourself. Humble yourself, man. Be humble. Sit down. God's saying, hey, I need y'all to be humble down there. This is the heavenly vibe. This is how you have a heavenly vibe. Even if I bless you with so much resources, even if I bless you with a wonderful mind, if I bless you with a wonderful gift, if I bless you with wonderful talents, if I bless you with a wonderful house, a wonderful car, you got, I bless you with beauty. I still need you to be humble and consider others as better than you. Because that's what my son Christ did. He was the son of God. But he came down here in, in, on earth and he didn't think he, he wasn't trying to flex like that. He could have flexed all he wanted. Oh, yeah. We talk about people flexing. Christ could have flexed so many times when he was down here, but he was humble with it. He was humble with it. And we need to learn that from Christ. Be humble with it, man. When God starts to bless you, young man, young woman. Some of y'all right now, y'all in positions and you think that's just your life. That's no, God got so uh, a wonderful future for you. 
And when that happens, you're going to need to be humble. You're going to need to stay humble. You're not going to always be making that money. You're not going to always be struggling. You're not going to always be have to borrow money from people to get to work, to get gas. Now nah, you're just going through some struggle. To, to uh, purify your walk, purify your character, that's all. So you can start shining, but man, God got so much stuff prepared for you. And I hope when he started giving you these things that you are humble. And then last but not least, it just says, you must have the same attitude that Christ Jesus had. Check this out. Verse six, though he was God, he did not think equally, equally with God as something to cling to. Instead, he gave up his divine privileges. He took the humble position of a slave and was born as a human being. When he appeared in human form, he humbled himself in obedience to God and died a criminal death on a cross. Therefore, God elevated him to the place of highest honor and gave him the name above all other names, that at the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow in heaven and on earth and under the earth. And every tongue declare that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Let me read that one more time. That at the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow. In heaven, in on earth, in under the earth, and every tongue declare that Jesus Christ is Lord. That is going to happen because it said it. Do you hear that? And see, God, when He says something, it's gonna happen, and He don't apologize. He don't backtrack. He don't, yeah, if, if he, see God, matter of fact, we can, we can go ahead and tweet that and God not go take it down. He don't, he don't care who that may offend. He say at the, at the name of Jesus, every need is, everybody go bow to me. So, I mean, y'all need to start practicing y'all bow. That's what y'all need to start practicing. Because you're going to bow according to the word of God and you go confess that Christ is the Lord. I know you confessing other things right now and I know you bowing down to other things right now. Go ahead and get it out your system. Because before it's all said and done, everybody listening to me right now, every single soul that's listening to me right now, your knee is going to bow. Your knee is destined to bow. Your tongue is destined to confess that Christ is Lord. Now, question is, I hope when you bow, you going to heaven. Because the, 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 in that in that, in this category, there's going to be some people bowing, but they still going to be going to hell. There's going to be people, because if you see it, it said in under the earth. They confessing too. So if you go confess it, why don't you go ahead and go to heaven, though? Right? 
Go ahead and go to heaven if you go confess it. But man, God, now that's flexing right there. If you ask me, God just basically saying, hey, I see y'all talking all that. I see everybody down there, y'all bowing down all these different things and y'all confessing and talking about this is the true God and y'all saying these people guys and you saying you a God and you saying that's a God. But hey, check that out. Uh, I feel what I see what y'all saying, but when it's all said and done, just know my word will stand. Y'all go confess that Christ <laughs> uh, is Lord, man. Woo. Come on, y'all. We go confess it. Revelations 3 and 3. Remember then what you received and heard. Keep it. Keep this word that you just uh, heard today. And repent. Again, repent. If you will not wake up, I will come like a thief. And you will not know at what hour I will come against you. Ooh. Shout out to God, man. It's the underground. I'm out.